Welcome to the podcast. We talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. And this is Megan. And you're like, oh, finally. finally. Yeah. Ah, we said it at the same time. That's pretty cool. In sync. Spousal. Okay. Anyway. Now, you're like, finally, oh, they, they put out an episode. And we can explain why. Yeah. We can explain why. We're going to go more in depth next episode, though, because it should be finished with next episode. Yes. We've been dealing with a case that it hits close to home. Not ours, but mm-hmm. two other members on our team are are dealing with something very dark in their home that's causing them a lot of problems. And hence why it's put us on necessarily the shelf for a while, but we've been trying to get there and help there, but the situation's always not the right time. And I think it like it went from, oh, maybe this there's just dark energy, but then it's 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 leading to more. So plus I feel like most of our team members too or specifically me i had the the migraine like episodes again Mm. and i've been kind of like leveling up more and i think even people on our team because we haven't really been on any investigations either so we can't really even say that oh it's investigations we did go on one but there wasn't i don't know if we covered it in an an episode it wasn't worth covering yeah it was just like there was like some things here and there, but like it was a graveyard that was established in 1780, and so there was some old stuff kind of residue. But after this weekend, uh, when you're listening to this, our next episode, we promise to share a good amount of the story with you. Yeah, because believe me, you're gonna want to hear this. Next episode, we are going to go with depth in the story of what our team members have been dealing with and yeah. how we resolved it. Because after this weekend, it's it's going to be resolved. On to the episode today. So, I don't think we have much of a haunted update. Not weird things. No, but, I, I feel like the same <laughs> same stuff. I, I, I can tell you that something happened to me today. Oh, yeah. That's a really interesting story. Part of my job, like I've, I've told people before, I'm the guy that's in your house when you don't pay your bill on time. Yeah. Not a repo man per se, I guess. No. I don't I'm a glorified repo man. Let's say that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but sometimes I do deliveries as well when the delivery guys can't, you know, Say that it's a big day, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I delivered this TV to this woman's house. Nice older woman. I would say probably like older, right? She can't put this TV on her her, her TV stand to save her life. I can tell you that much. I was a good 70 inch. So I put it up there for her, set it up, and I noticed when I walk in the home, my right hand charges. Mm-hmm. Now, she has a lot of clutter. Not like a hoarder, just like she's storing a lot of stuff, right? And I asked her, is like, oh, are you... Uh, are you a collector or what's going on you get moving or something or you just moved in she's like oh no my landlord buys uh we call it storage units and i i help us sell the stuff i was like oh okay and i i literally leave it alone and then my right hand is pulling me in a certain direction behind one of these couches a lot of stuff stacked up and then i ask her outright like you happen to have any haunted objects do you and she looks at me surprised like how the hell did you know that and she goes yeah i do actually right <laughs> and i go oh yeah that's what i thought she says well, how would you even know that? I'm like, um, not to sound uh, weird, but I can sense dark energy when it's around. And she goes, oh, really? She's like, she, was, she wasn't she was like, oh, you're bullshitting me. She was extremely interested, right? Yeah. And yeah, it's, at, yeah, it's in that area, right? She goes, oh, yeah, it's actually in that blue tub over there. And she was busy at the time trying to set up an app on her phone, so she didn't pay attention to what I was doing while I was basically mm-hmm. in, the, in the home. I was helping her set everything up for the TV. And I I pulled it. Right, mm-hmm. and I told her, "Oh, you don't worry about it anymore. I got it." She goes, "We well, just got it." I was like, "Yeah, I, I took care of it." She's like, 
I barely looked down at my phone. I was like, how'd you do that? It's like, that's, it's what's what I can do. Right. It's yeah. like, I told her not only can I, I, I kind of like glossed over everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to like freak her out in that sense like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. But she said she was a believer in this stuff. Anyway, she says the haunted objects were masks, wooden masks, mm-hmm. which, you know, I was like, uh, well, uh what? <laughs> Cause usually wooden masks don't, you know, especially with dark energy, that, that is not a good sign. Yeah. Anyway, so she opens up the tub and shows me what's inside and mm-hmm. they are, African styled like tribal masks. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. They made of wood, like solid wood. They're like I would say heavy, but they're like you know they were solid, right? Mm-hmm. And they weren't the ones that I, th- I thought they would cause dark energy, but there was one mask at the bottom that had the shape of like face of a man, but had uh bull horns attached to like the forehead area mm-hmm. to make it look demonish, you would say. Yeah. Um and it was more of like a black gloss wood, right? And it looked like it's been painted on stuff like that, but I, I remember I told her it's like, hey, uh, if I keep my number, and uh, if you deal with any other haunted objects by you know going to storage units and stuff like that, let me know. I'll, I'll take care of it for you. Yeah. And she was like, well, I was like, paranormal investigators I've talked to in the past because she's talked to other ones mm-hmm. said they just they take these things and they they basically like hoard them. I was like, nah, I'm not like that. I just I'll take the energy out of it so you can keep the object. Yeah. You know? So. Well, yeah, I did the uh, did that today. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But something new too, I think that I've done. So I don't know how well this is going to, this is kind of like an experiment. So like, I'm always trying to evolve with my abilities because I've gotten some new abilities. And as soon as I kind of grasp them, I'll share more with you guys. Share more with you guys on like what they are. But so I have a problem, not with grounding, but this new ability that I have if I'm not grounded, makes my legs, you know, like when you work out, makes my legs feel like that when there's a lot of energy in a, in a set spot. And so I got these boots, the combat boots, and they have a pocket inside. And I'm going to try and see if I put grounding stones because, they, you know, they, they say like you can put crystals as anklets to help ground. So I'm going to try and put grounding stones in my boots in the pocket, like, it's like one of those those boots where, like, in the pocket you could put, like, your key or charger or something like that. So you don't have to have them on your, like, carry it with you. But I'm going to try grounding stones and seeing if that helps. Because that would make sense. Because you know how, like, some people wear the anklets. The psychics wear anklets that have crystals, grounding crystals, around their ankles. So I was like, maybe if I put boots, if I have a boot pocket. <laughs> Sorry, it's weird. Okay, now that I'm saying it out loud. But a boot pocket, I could put... <laughs> Put the grounding crystals in and hopefully that helps me with that because the last investigation we did do at the cemetery, that was the problem was my legs were like, like I couldn't even lift them. Like I don't even know what, like I said, I'm trying to sort all that out. So yeah, being absent three months has kind of like helped me because I was all over the place for a little bit. But on to today's episode, which is demonology part two, the succubus and the incubus. Oh, they're just, they call it second like, incubus, but all right. Yeah, it's, well, technically, because it's part of demonology, it's it's a topic that a lot of demonologists I know at some point cover. I think Duo Demonology, they covered it in their, like, podcast thing that they do. I know if you guys follow Bishop Long on uh, TikTok, he talks about it frequently. Actually, he's got a scary story that he tells on tiktok about it so yeah mostly i guess if you're into demonology because i feel like 
succubus and incubus happens a lot. Well, classifications uh, when de- in demonology, when you learn different classes of demons and <clears throat> their purpose, you would say, succubus and incubus comes up a lot amongst yeah. other just basic demons that are out there for possession or just attached to land or attached to places, attached to people. But the succubus, succubus and incubus, if you don't know anything about that, essentially the succubus is the female version of this demon. The incubus is the male version. Mm. Just now, the name sounds freaky. Well, you think about Incubus, the band. Yeah. But now you get now you know where you got their name from. Weird. Anyway, um, it's all right, Ben. I like them. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sends me back to like my middle school, high school days. <laughs> I'll yeah. say that for me, not for you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shows how old we are. Yeah. Anyway, yes. So when it comes to the succubus and Incubus. There's different stories, and there's actually different theories about it. Some different demonologists and people like that theorize that it's the same entity. It just changes its gender, essentially, when it's appearing to who it wants. So That makes sense. I could see If that. a woman is, is attracted to, obviously, a man, right, it'll appear as a man. And vice versa to a man who wants to be with a woman, it'll appear as a woman. A succubus is a demon or supernatural entity of folklore. Uh, in a female form, it appears in dreams to do some men and usually through sexual activity. Right, that's yeah. the generalization of what it is, and then you 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 flip that counterpart for the incubus, which is the male yeah. version. I think the most important part too about the succubus and incubus is that yes, it comes to you in your dreams, but I think the most important thing is too, like when you wake up, it's like you were actually like doing whatever was happening in the dream, like you feel the essence like left behind. That, that's after, yeah, and I guess. One of the things we talked about before going to more about it is the story of uh, Bishop James Long's uh, case that he had. Now, we're going to gloss over it in a sense. And it's you, very graphic. Yeah, but essentially in the dreams by, by this entity over and over again. And then he got into real life. Yeah. And then because she, he, he yeah. took it. He, she went to the hospital and there was situations happening. I'm not going to go into it, but like situations happening to her physical body that would resemble a victim that was which the doctors asked if she was and she said no there's no person coming to my home or something like that and she called out to bishop james long or he got a hold of him somehow and he was able to get rid of it altogether yeah over time it took a while apparently yeah but in that case that's that's how it how it starts yeah let me read the rest of this demographic <laughs> <laughs> um According to religious traditions, repeated sex extractivity with a succubus can cause poor physical or mental health and even death. In minor representation, a succubus is often depicted as a beautiful seductress or enchantress rather than as a demonic or frightening thing. The male con- counterpart, of course, is the incubus. It actually originates from the term Latin succubi or succuba, which means paramour. Funny enough. Interesting. These are described as supernatural beings implied by sexual position relative to male sleeping positions. The English word for succubus dates back to the 14th century. So. And I'm, <clears throat> I'm also, because I was, I went literally, I typed in uh, succubus and incubus on uh, TikTok and I went through countless stories, specifically ones about psychics. That deal with it. And if you're psychic, you know, every now and then, just because you're like a beacon of light and you have that ability to talk to the other side, as, as good things are, are, you know, coming to you, there's bad things. And I know that firsthand 
Like, and then once you learn to protect yourself, then you can kind of combat. But every now and then something still slips through. And especially what psychics do when they go on the astral plane, regardless. Um, and because I remember there was a couple times in my, there was one time in my dream. Actually, it was recently. I'll, it was recently. I don't know if I, I don't think I told this. I was at a, actually, it happened quite a few times. I was at, there was one dream where I was at some get together. It was like this get together of people that were, I've never seen these people in my entire life. So that's the scary part. But it was like I was myself, but I wasn't myself. I was like, I looked a little bit different and I go to this like basement area of this house and like it's a bunch of like spiritual people. Not, I wouldn't say like a witch coven or anything like that, but it was like, I don't know. It's something like that. And it was some kind of meetup thing. And I was supposed to, we were like supposed to meet up at this house and then go out in the dream. And I remember there was no guys. It was all females. And I remember this one girl kept like touching me and I felt uncomfortable. Like, you know, like, Hey, back off. And she wouldn't. I was like, Hey, back off. Like, I don't feel comfortable. And when I woke up, I could, it literally, rocked me for a couple days because it felt like what was happening in the dream actually happened to me and i've had also some friends that are psychic as well say that they have those dreams every now and then and um yeah there was another dream that was similar like that but it was a guy and he was very like viking-esque looking like you know like how in modern day now you have people that like will dress in viking not viking attire but you know like embrace that Yes. That culture. Yeah. So he looked like that and and it was very uncomfortable. And like I woke up and I was like, what the freak? Because <laughs> it, it literally, it feels like what took place in the dream took place in real life. And it leaves like a disgusting residue. I mean, they didn't come to me in any kind of form that I would find appealing. So, you know, I mean, but I'm guessing, you know, when you're psychic and you go on the astral plane, you kind of leave yourself open to that because there's different avenues on the astral plane, if that makes sense. Now, something that I didn't know and actually makes you want to look into more Judaism, Judaism, Jewish, what's the word I'm looking for? They're former exorcists, right? Yeah. And they're, they're telling of the Bible and stuff like that. Now, their telling of the story is Eve was Adam's second wife, not his first. Lilith was the first wife mm-hmm. to Adam, but she performed some sin or something. I can't remember the actual story, and she was banished, right? Uh-huh. And since she became uh, a dominant figure in hell. Yeah. And supposedly the, the theory is behind it that she was the first succubus. But here's the thing I want to know. So, because... I don't actively read up on demonology. I mean, I know basic stuff. And as I'm getting more and more into this field and more and more in tune with my abilities, it's forcing me to kind of look into more stuff about demonic stuff. But my thing is, okay, so I know it has to deal with the sexualizing nature, but I'm wondering if a succubus, like there's technically like would it still be called a succubus if there was no sexual act but it almost like sucked your essence like mm. contemptuous type of situation sucked your essence not well okay i just went down a weird road 
<laughs> no, <laughs> what are you talking about? It sounds weird. People are probably like, oh my God, what? Anyway, here's but you, some... But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, is it still is it still the act of somebody tricking you and sucking your essence? Not... I don't... It's... <laughs> You're going down dirty roads. Yeah, never mind. Never mind. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I do not mean it like that. Ugh. Okay, sorry. In, in all in all in all sense of reality, uh, demons essentially do suck the essence of people uh, life out of them by being in their presence. Right? It will weaken them. It will basically make them depressed. Take away their happiness. Take away their essentially their energy. And that's and they any negative sensations is how what how powers them. So usually that's why I try to make people tired because you're agitated. You're more pissed off. You're you're more likely to say something that will piss somebody off and cause an argument, which it yeah. feeds off of. Right? Anyway, so in that situation like that, a regular demon will basically suck the essence of it. So it doesn't need to be an incubus or succubus. What makes the incubus and succubus specifically special versus other kinds of demons is that it in, in, it gets the invitation to a sexual activity. Yeah. Instead of basically you doing a Ouija board yeah. or you uh, inviting it in or doing some kind of spell that you think is a spell or that's going to help you but it indicates backfires on you and you get possessed. Or oppressed and then possessed. But here's some actual fun, more actual facts I didn't know about myself. Fun facts. I don't think there's anything no, fun, fun about, about it. it. Yeah. So, on discussion of Lilith, she left Adam and refused to return to the Garden of Eden. After she mated, apparently, with the Archangel Samael. What? Yeah, that looked like there's somebody talking to you. No, I just heard a sc- like a gut-wrenching scream. Did you hear that? Mm-mm. Then I got had headphones on, so. Did you hear? Did you hear that? Anyway. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, after she made it with the Archangel Samael, right, in the Zohastic Kolaba, which is, I guess, a Jewish text, there were four succubi who made it with the Archangel Samael, the four original queens of the demons, right? The queens of hell. Lilith, Istereth, Agarit Bat, I can't remember say that, Malhat, and Nahem. A succubus may take a form of a beautiful young girl, but closer inspection may reveal deformities of her body, such as a bird-like claws or serpentine tails. Ew. Right? Yeah. But it's the how they appear themselves to people. So, And they can flip-flop when they want to be yeah, incubus, essentially. that makes sense. Now, there's actually a, a, some folklore, because like, a lot of this is folklore, mm-hmm. uh, talking about how in... Uh, a succubus would mate with a man, right? Mm-hmm. And he'll enter, and <laughs> he gave me that look like what? Oh my gosh, this went a really wacky way. But anyway, so and she would, <laughs> the demon would take that the man's you know stuff and transform into an incubus and impregnate another woman to cause mischief. What in the world? Yeah, I think I heard that before too. Yeah, has anybody ever died from being demonically possessed by succubus or incubus? I mean, if I left alone, probably. Well, I guess like any demonic possession eventually could. I mean, there's no famous stories, at least none that I've ever heard. Yeah. Was there any, I wonder if there was, like, I've heard people's stories, but I wonder if there was any, like, prolific cases. Because I, I don't know if they would say, but yeah. Now, we actually know, know somebody that was possessed by a succubus. Yes. And or incubus. As a member on our team, Megan. Yeah. Yeah, and we've talked about, or she's talked about it on different interviews we've done and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Never got the full story, but one of these days, um, she, when she's comfortable enough, yeah. she'll come on and actually we'll get the whole story. Yeah, but talk. this is what she's told us. Mm-hmm. You want you want to tell her what me tell? 
I can tell it. So basically, Mike and our on our team had some has a serious like illness. He's essentially cancer, and he got really really bad off. And what she told me was that she basically started having dreams where this guy, and of course, it doesn't a succubus, incubus, and even the devil if it, if it comes to you or whatever any kind of dark thing it doesn't come to you like what it is you know what i mean like it'll disguise so it could get close to you and i could i can 100 percent tell you that because i've had dreams where something dark has taken the image of somebody that i like care about like for anybody that's actively listening to our podcast think about that dream that i had that I tell about my grandmother, but it was my grandmother. And a lot of the times, like, like you said with it, there's something off, like might have hoofed feet or some kind of deformity. The way that she said it is that he will, he, you know, he comes looking like a man, like a, a well-dressed gentleman. And instead of having regular eyes, his eyes are all black. And so essentially she made a deal that basically if whatever the succubus or incubus, whatever it was, cured or helped Mike with his illness, that, you know, like, I don't, I don't know if she said, like, he, he can have her soul or, or what exactly. But long story short, she ended up being possessed and they had to exercise her. At some point. And this happened, I think, over a course of a couple months. You know, too, is Mike, I asked Mike, like, when we met, which is in mm-hmm. October of last year, because mm-hmm. um, actually when I first met, because that's when I first did the interview with the original team he was part of. Mm-hmm. And he said the case, that that possession case with Megan was done like a month prior. Yeah. And that's what he dealt with. Like that, like literally a month before is when they, when they dealt with that, with yeah. Megan's possession and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, she, she explains it to me sometimes when I talk to her is that it was like she was locked away in her own head. Like yeah. she could, she see where everything's going on, but she had no control. Well, too. And I showed, like she showed me kind of like what the, the demonic thing looked like to her eventually. And she also showed me because I had, there was one point where I was dreaming about this place that was like black and lava like and, and stuff like that. And she was like, yeah, that's where I was locked away. Like, that looks exactly like the area where it would almost, it was like a waiting room. And I'm guessing when a demonic thing comes in, because it can flip in and out, when the demonic thing comes in, that's when, like, you get put on a waiting. Basically, you have to wait to get your vessel back. You mm. get put in a thing. I don't know. But with her, with that experience, that helps. I mean, she has some, like, some anxiety from that and i don't blame her at all PTSD more than anything yeah Yeah. so like we have to be careful in certain cases you know but she's a strong ass woman and she like she made it through and she she goes full force into investigating good or bad but i think it's unique because she has she's been to the darkest side of the paranormal investigating like situation obviously the worst thing that could happen is demonically possessed and um so yeah so when we go and we help people that might have situations like hers she can empathize with them 
and know and is living proof you can come out on the other side and and be okay you know if you have the right you know team and stuff of people helping you so yeah, i remember um the old team member brandon where he said that he knew the moment that this thing took over yeah because the eyes were black that and also it said megan's not here Ugh. right yeah. And he was like, okay, okay, you stay right there. And yeah. <laughs> he backs <laughs> he out of the room. He's like, guys, we need to do this now. Now. Like, now. Yeah. And lo and behold, they got rid of it. Yeah. So, which I'm still yet to come across this and test my ability against it. Yeah. Um, I've never. Okay. This is crazy. This shows, like, when you work on your abilities and you. Because I know a lot of people reach out to us about abilities. I know recently there was. I believe her name was Ashley. So if Ashley is listening, because I know she's an active listener, Shout out. you're awesome. If your name's not Ashley, then crap, I just botched that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I think it was Ashley, if I remember. But, you know, she was talking about like she knows she has abilities, but she doesn't know how to tap into them and things like that. And at the very beginning, if. Funny enough, when you did the interview with Duo Demonology, which is Carl Johnson and James Anita, which they actively, you know, like they, they know they're well seasoned in the demonic field. You know, they've done some stuff. Anyways, I used to not be able to watch like any kind of exorcism videos like at all. Like it would immediately make me want to throw up. And I know I've talked to other people that have, you know, that are empathic or sensitives to the spiritual world or psychics mediums like that kind of thing and they get very nauseous watching what uh, exorcism videos are like for instance when they went to bobby mackey's on ghost adventure and it shows that clip of that guy i couldn't watch it like i, I physically threw up and so now i haven't tested i didn't test it for the longest time but then i was like you know what i need to see you know because it might be a situation where i'm put up against you know, someone that has a demonic entity in their house or something like that. So I watched it and it's a complete 180. I was able to watch it and block myself and not feel that way. But yeah, so I, I think it's creepy when they go, Megan's not here. Or it wants to talk to you or something like, oh, no, thanks. That's weird. What? Do we talk about possession in the first demonology episode? I think so. I think we did like an overview because it, it was like one of our first ones. I yeah. think it literally was October the first year we came out because it, li- it lined up with Duo Demonology coming on. But yeah, so <sighs> possession. I don't really think we talked too much about it. Like I said, after this weekend, we have a little more on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if. You know, we're speaking from a biased scenario, or by sorry, a biased point of view, um, just to give the other side yeah. uh, a scientific explanation. In the field of medicine, there has been some belief that stories relating to encounters with a succubi bear resemblance to counter contemporary phenomena. People reporting alien abductions, which has been ascribed to sleep paralysis, 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 uh, sleep paralysis, and hallucinations from their from their culture. Furthermore, uh, experience of nocturnal emissions, or quote-unquote wet dreams, may explain the sexual aspect of the phenomenon. So basically, they're trying to downplay it is that just people having wet dreams is the reason why it's happening, stuff like that. But it doesn't still explain all the other 
crap that goes along with it. Yeah. And that's where I, let's say put my foot down, but that's where I always have reserves when it comes to people, scientists and doctors trying to explain away yeah. stuff like this instead of just trying to study it and embracing it and then learning everything around it to actually help people. Yeah. So. Well, I think, okay, if someone's just doing that, I, it, I know from experience, like with me, like looking at someone that's got dark energy versus demonic energy versus, you know, just a regular person, it's a totally different thing. Now, can people have mental like illnesses like schizophrenia and stuff like that, of course. That's why I think James Anito, I think he was explaining it when, on the episode is like they first send in like someone that's almost like a psychiatrist, like someone to kind of evaluate whether or not it's a mental illness or demonic activity because I guess like the, the kind of similar. Promo investigator first. If they don't find evidence of any kind, then, then it's, it's in the psychiatrist. Or something like that. It's like yeah. one or the other. Like basically if if I forgot which order it was, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So and a, a lot. Well, I guess it's taken more seriously by the Catholic Church and things like that. Is that a lot more priests or exorcists actually have investigating teams, or they're investigators mm-hmm. themselves? Yeah, I remember. Um, Instead of waiting for an investigation team to call them and say, "Hey, shit going down over here. You might yeah. want to get over here." Well, I remember in. My grandma, she has been going to the same Catholic church for years, like since the 70s. And apparently, I can't remember if she told me the young priest or the old priest <clears throat> was an exorcism. And he said that this town specifically has a lot of demonic cases. Like, and there was actually a period of time where this, this, town jacksonville north carolina was shunned by the catholic church as being unruly or or bad or something like that so yeah that's interesting i thought but there was one time this doesn't have to do with succubus incubus but it, it was a weird situation so my grandma obviously from you know you guys listening to different episodes i my my abilities are generational my grandmother has it mom has it i have it they kind of have like put their stuff on the back burner like they send stuff but they don't like fully embrace their abilities like me but there was one time where my grandmother was she always sits in the back pew at the center of the church it's pretty big it's a pretty big church and she said that she got like anxiety like what what's going on she was looking around trying to figure out where it was coming from she was like i'm in church why would i have anxiety i mean you know like there's still people here i get it but like you know it shouldn't be that way they have like you know they burn myrrh and energies out and stuff like that so why is there such a feeling of this anyways she said from one corner of the room, this woman, she said it looked like, she's like, I, I hate to say it, like an animal. Like it looked, she looked animalistic, like a normal person, but animalistic. And she went and was charging the priest and they had to escort her out. But she was like growling and yelling and screaming. And this happened during a, like, not during a service, but it was like the before where everyone was getting ready. If you know, like, if you're a Catholic or you gone to a Catholic <laughs> church, you know, like when they, like, the altar boys or like, or altar boy or girl is like at the front, you know, getting ready. They're getting ready to like usher in the priest or whatever. Yeah, I was there. She's like, I remember she came home. This was before we even did the podcast. And she was like, I have never seen anything like that in my life. 
But she said, yeah, I was like angry. And she started just from one point of the church. And she said she wasn't even like dressed for church. That was a weird thing. And just charged the priest. And I think it was the older one. And I don't know if the older one does the exorcisms or the younger one does the exorcisms. But I think at the church too, I think my grandmother was saying, because I don't actively go to that church. I did go when I was younger, but I remember her saying that they specifically sometimes will talk about demons and stuff Mm. and like possession and stuff like that. So, Well, yeah, I know this feels like a short episode, but, but yeah, I mean, I think succubus and incubus is kind of cut and dry. I think demonology is kind of cut and dry. I mean, there's a lot to it, but it's like (laughs) the amount of I studied. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to it, but I mean, when you pick, pick a specific subject, in part because we don't have any stories or yeah. couldn't find any. Well, yeah, I couldn't yeah. find any stories other than that. It, it was basically the same overview. People had a dream. They, you know, it was a good looking guy. It was an ex. It was someone that had a crush on a celebrity, something like that. And now we're giving people fucking anxiety. Like, should I not have sex with people in my dreams? That, well, be a weary. I guess yeah. like, I don't know. Just be aware. Be aware. <laughs> but. When it comes to cases like that and, and, and stuff like that, there's always to take caution, especially dealing with these things. And like I said, I know I keep teasing it, mm-hmm. but next episode, um, we explain everything, mm-hmm. which is funny enough, I see we're going to say at the end of the episode, what's going to be next episode? It's going to be us explaining everything. Yeah. And it's also going to be talking about energies in general with the paranormal. And that kind of ties, ties in. With yeah. Each other. It, it, it ties in and energy manipulation, like that kind of thing. Like, Basically, energy in the paranormal, like how paranormal things use energy to give off feelings, to communicate, to all of that jazz. Yeah. Uh, So look forward to that episode. Yes. Uh And we are actually, we're still, we have a schedule. So we're going to have some, some weeks that we actually post two episodes to catch up. So by the end of this year, we have covered all the episodes that we missed before we're not doing any bonus episodes in december we'll start that up in actually january february march we got some really cool like lineups for bonus episodes so yeah past people from paranormal roundtables past people from people we talked to and some people we've talked to in the past that never got a chance to interview yeah so now we're gonna pull pull them forward and and a lot of them have very interesting backgrounds and stuff like that so yeah and what i'm hoping on getting yes yeah yeah but um so look forward to this episode. As always, guys, you can check our social media out on uh, Hidden in Shadows Podcast dot uh, com, who has links to all social media and all ways you can listen to us from what the other way you listen to us right now, yeah. uh, however you're choosing to. Also, has links to our merch store where you can get a couple shirts if you want and get other cool things we got. But as always, guys, we'll catch your widows in the next one. Yes.